We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lecomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. It was almost on one breath. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Essential Lutheran Church in Picturesque, South St. Louis. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics. And, and it is a new year, and we've been kind of trying to struggle with some ways to, to uh, boost uh, boost our ratings. You know, that's everyone gets concerned at the beginning of the year. we got to boost the ratings. And that's right. Of course, the whole uh, musical thing is out, although we're working we're working on that. The animated. I, the animated yes. version. Yep, yeah. I got Kermit lined up. Have you got James Earl Jones lined up to we're do your voice We're working on it. Yet? Okay. It, he, he, I think what, I, what we heard back was, don't call us, we'll call you. So we're... <laughs> Well, that's good. So I think it's a good sign. Well, he'll call you. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was wondering, maybe we could do like wrestling with the basics extreme because that seems to be the cool thing. I, I notice I'm driving up here. There's a place having extreme bingo, and there's extreme, extreme bingo. <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? How could you push? Bingo to the extreme. I don't know. It seems already pretty extreme to me. <laughs> I don't know. But I got to, I don't, what would we do to make our show extreme? That's I guess we could start off and say, this is extreme wrestling with the basics. <laughs> extreme edition. Right? Yeah, and it would pretty much be the same show, though. <laughs> I'm thinking since it's a Super Bowl weekend, we, we should oh. look into the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Put something together, right? <laughs> what, do you think you're going to let us sing? <laughs> we already said it. No, no, the singing is out. <laughs> well, see, we, we won't dance. We'll just sing. I think we can handle one or the other. Either you <laughs> Let's sing do it together. Or you dance. It's the doing it together. Oh, the that's, problem. I didn't, well, maybe, maybe the musical is still another possibility then. If we just do one or the other, we don't have to do them at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> Are you thinking maybe we should do a commercial for the big Super Bowl Ooh. thing? If we want to broaden our audience, that's, <laughs> that's way to right. do it. The Super Bowl. Talk to talk to KVO. See if we can get. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Duncan, the, like, the head what, guy around here. A million dollars for all. 30 seconds or something. Yeah. Wait, for wrestling, the basics. Oh, money well spent. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, again, where is that at? Uh, as always. Charlie Brown needs to get back on track. There's no time for foolishness. <laughs> So, by the way, I want to pick up something from last week real quick, if we could. Sure. Because uh, you did just a beautiful job of reminding us that God cares about everything, even the little things, even if your axe head falls in the, the uh, river or That's right. if you run out of wine. Uh, but one thing I did think that was neat, in all of those cases, it was a miracle, but but God used means to do that, right? Uh, it wasn't yeah. that the ex had just all of a sudden come flying out of the water and fell into the guy's hand. Uh, they threw a stick in. Uh, the guy had to reach out and actually grab it. In fact, that's what he says, isn't it? Go get, go yeah, grab yeah, it, take it. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Uh, we had to have some water. We had to have these uh, jars in order to do it. So, so please don't misunderstand that. We're, we're not saying that God is somehow going to just miraculously 
take care of every little problem you have. Maybe God might say to you, well, maybe you need to go out and get a job. <laughs> you know, or, or if, if, you, if you need some wine, maybe go down to the liquor store and, and buy some. Uh, but a, a reminder that the ability to get a job, the ability to have the, the funds to go buy a bottle of wine, that really is a miracle. That's a gift of God. And trust me, there's a lot of people probably listening to this right now that, that are struggling with those kind of issues. And, and uh, no, that's not just an assumption. It doesn't come from us. Uh, those are all things that God give us. And, and I certainly hope and pray for those that are struggling with money issues uh, that uh, we will pray for you. You keep praying and, and that the Lord will provide. Um, Lynn could testify to that. You know, she had a time where, where she was a single mother trying to raise five kids. And there were a lot of times where she didn't know where the next meal was going to come from. But this is what Lynn said she would do. She she would take her bills and she would go over to the church and she'd lay them there before the altar and say, Lord, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. And inevitably something would come up, maybe yeah. a check from, from a return of something she'd forgot she'd returned or... or some payment for something she'd even forgotten she'd done, but uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, I just want to throw that in. Yeah, and that's the whole point, is that the, the Lord provides for the big things, our salvation included, and for the small things, those everyday things. And uh, whether miraculously or not, it still comes from his hand. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. And to give him thanks and praise for that. And well, I think I think the evidence is, consider you and me, <laughs> that... That a couple of guys like us, we could actually have a job and be pastors and get paid yep, for yep. that. It's remarkable. <laughs> if that isn't a miracle, I don't know what is. Okay? Yeah. yeah and God's so if any of you out there are considering going into the ministry, I think Matt and I are examples. Yeah, you probably can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay? All right. <laughs> They, they should, the seminary should use that every trip to a job. <laughs> That's right. If, if these, these guys, guys can do it, can do it. so can you. <laughs> That'll oh, be your great. slogan. <laughs> so actually, it kind of touches by what we want to talk about, the fact that uh, God uses every one of us. That, oh, that, look uh, at that. We, we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect transition segue. here. Uh, would you like to like, start reading Romans chapter 12, verse uh, 3? I would be happy yeah. to. Okay, so Paul writes, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. All right, so it's right from the get-go. It is all about grace. Whatever you've got, that's a gift from God, which is why you shouldn't despair when, when you're, you find yourself lacking. Because you know the Lord loves you. You, you pointed that out uh, last week. So just keep praying to him. He'll, he'll see that you get what you need. Maybe not everything that you, you want, but he'll, he'll see you get what you need. Yeah. And I, I think when you know it's Paul speaking these words, it makes it powerful too. Oh, According yeah. to the grace given to me, yeah. I say to everyone. And when you think of the, the grace that was shown to Paul as this persecutor of the church, this you know, killer of Christians, and the grace that God showed him <laughs> on that road... Uh, to Damascus, that's that's pretty amazing. Well, that's that's what inspired me. I thought if a guy like Paul could be a pastor, then yeah, maybe I go. can too. <laughs> you know, but that's a great point. Yeah, because think of that. He was an enemy of the church, yeah, and God yeah, still you know, yeah made him part of the body. Yeah, and just, he, go ahead. And it just makes so personal the grace given to me. You yeah. know, and, and and people I'm thinking know Paul's story, yeah, and knew who he was formerly. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, God did so Paul grace, and uh, now he says this to everyone. Now, this grace is for you, too. And, and boy, I really appreciate that, Matt, because when you read the letters of Paul, you have to read them thinking about Paul, and they are all personal. They are all—we had that a few yeah. weeks ago when he said, I'm a prisoner for the Gentiles. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. all personal stuff to Paul. Um, all right, well, read verse uh, uh, 4, then. 
For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. All right, let's just just stop there. Um, So this is this great image, and there's probably actually... I think other books where he he spells it out even more yeah, clearly yeah. that this this idea of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So what what do you, what do you do with that when you use that? Uh, how have you preached on that? Talked about that, man? Well, the body of Christ, the the church, right? Yep, the people yep, of yep. God, and just this this beautiful way in which God has gifted uh, individuals within the church. You know, all varying gifts, but yet the same giver of the gifts, the same God, and He gives us those gifts in order to to be used in His name. And really, for, for the church to function, to work together, you, you need everyone. Uh, not everyone has the same gifts, and so we need each other. We don't live our lives as Christians in isolation, but we live them as part of this body, the body of Christ. And I really appreciate your emphasis on gifts there, because it just struck me that that last yeah. verse where it says, uh, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, actually all three of those words in the Greek are caress. It's all gift, 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 yeah. gift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and isn't that neat? Because I think in other religions, the, the program is that we all become identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you see that a lot in sex, that the idea is everything has to be the same. You wear the same uniform. Uh, you, you know, you're seeing the same the same speech and everything. Whereas in Christianity, you know, it never was uh, to be a, a field of all daisies that look alike. It's never a cookie cutter thing. It is this image of the body where everybody is different. And that's exactly how God designed it. Uh, to be differently. Yeah, I think of even you know, in the Old Testament, the, in the book of Exodus, you hear about the different uh, clans and families all having these different gifts and service to the, the, the tabernacle and, and different gifts of craftsmanship and all sorts of various things, music, music included, that, that those people now use in service to, to the worship of the Lord. You know, that's really cool. I had never even thought about that. But yeah, so we start with 12 tribes. Why not have one just big one big, big tribe, tribe. Yeah. but no you got 12 tribes and yeah. they're 12 different kids and they've all got different locations and and then like you say even when you come into the temple everybody's got a different function some are gatekeepers some are singers some are priests you know yeah. uh so it's always been that pattern um what luther really liked about and 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 i like it too is this so emphasizes again the idea of grace and mercy mm-hmm. uh because you don't get to be part of a body by your work uh, so the story I used when I was uh, giving this at, at uh, the high school, so I kind of did my little hand like I was talking through my hand. It doesn't work so well on radio. Yeah, radio is not quite as effective. Okay. But so I had my hand, and my hand was saying, you know what? I used to be a foot, but I worked really hard because no one wants to be walked on all the time. But I worked really hard. I learned to grasp things, and now I'm a hand. And, boy, someday I'm going to work really hard, and I'll get to be an eye, and I can just sit back and watch, you know. But that isn't how it works. No, you got hands and feet because you're born with them that way. And, and that's the whole point. Everyone listening to us right now, you are part of the body of Christ. Why? Because you were born that way. Born again, Jesus Christ says. They threw the water on you. They pronounced the word and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God said, that's my beloved child. He's part of my body. Now, some of you are going to be hands and feet and noses and eyes, and that's exactly how I designed it. So uh, I, I just, such a cool image because it goes on with that idea that it's all about faith and grace and mercy. So, uh, yeah. And you're able to do all that without even moving your mouth. That's amazing. <laughs> I wish our listeners could have seen that. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I guess. I'm a ventriloquist. <laughs> it's never been a big deal on radio, though. I know. <laughs> I don't Imagine know. that. <laughs>
That's right. I guess people should know that I'm holding a dummy here all the time, and my lips never move. And Matt can testify to that. No, wait a second. I'm the dummy. I'm sorry. I get confused. So let's read on, Matt, unless you got any other comments just about the idea of the body of Christ uh, in general. Or no, anything? it sounds okay. good. So now he goes and begins to list. I don't know this is a comprehensive list, uh, but he begins to list some of the different things that God needs going on in his body. Uh, so you want to start reading yeah, verse seven? Uh, yeah. uh, if so, well, actually, oh. it's the last half of verse six. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I confused it, you. If there. prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So what do you make of all that, Matt? Anything? Well, has that come up before in your discussions? Or, or well, I, I think or? one of the, the important thing is all these things, these gifts that are given yeah. by God's grace, whether they're, they're prophecy or serving or teaching, exhort, exhortation or leading or contributing, all of them are really are, are focused on serving others. Okay, so these aren't these aren't ah. gifts that are self-serving. Okay, yeah, yeah. But these are gifts that are used in service to others, in service to the body of Christ, right? Um, so, so it's not like we we hoard these gifts for ourselves or just for our own benefit, but it's for the benefit of others that God pours out these gifts on His people. Boy, I, that's a nice thought too. That had not crossed my mind, but that's how it works with the body, right? The 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 parts of the body never do things for themselves. Yeah. they're always doing things to support the entire. Mm-hmm. Body. Yeah, the mouth yeah. doesn't just eat for the sake of the mouth, but for the whole body. Yeah. The eye doesn't yeah. just eat for its sake, but for the whole body. Yeah. In fact, what good does it do for the hand if it doesn't pick it up and use it for the body and put it in the mouth or whatever? So what do you make of these various gifts? Now, now I was reading Luther, and, and Luther kind of comes across like these are different offices in the church. So you've got your your your, your prophets, and mm-hmm. then you've got your deacons, and then you've got your leaders, uh, which he would say are bishops. I, I don't know if I agree with that completely. I can see where that could be the application. What what about you? Well, and I think you, you kind of briefly said that this isn't an exhaustive list. Okay, yeah. And Paul has other lists and other, That's true. other epistles where he lists some of these same things, yeah. but then he also lists additional ones. So, I mean, I don't think this is a list that's meant to be like, okay, now I got to fit into one <laughs> of these. Good Which point. one do I fit yes, into? Yeah. You know, I don't think it's that. And maybe we... Maybe we possess, maybe God's given to us a couple of these different gifts. Uh, but I think, yeah, office in the church perhaps, but I think this extends to the priesthood of all believers, that that it's, it's, it's all Christian people can exercise these gifts that God has given, and they all build up the body of Christ. If, if we didn't have people that gave with generosity, we wouldn't be able to fund preaching or teaching or, or sending a, a missionaries to foreign lands or whatever the case might be. So all of these working together in harmony, I think, among the those called, you know, through the church, but also lay people, too, and the, the whole body of Christ. I think that's a really profound insight, because it's interesting the priest is not mentioned here, isn't it? Yeah, no, So no. this is something that everyone older, yeah. in the priesthood of believers mm-hmm, can do. Mm-hmm. Or, well, maybe some do and some don't, but that they're, it's not restricted to one sure. particular group. Um and boy, it reminds me of a really terrible mistake I made when, when I was early in my ministry. There was a big fad going on called the Spiritual Gifts Survey. That probably came after yeah. your time. You'd never experienced that, did you? Yeah, before my time, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was a little bigger back then. Yeah, and that was, that was the deal. Just what you said. Okay, here's the list. Now you got to find out where you plug in and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And we handed out surveys. And man, I, I was part of that. But then as I reflected, oh, no, this is totally wrong. Well, that's not the idea. The idea is you are 
a gift from God. You do have things to do. Just do them. Let's not worry about categorizing what it is. And maybe you're going to flip and flop back between these. Maybe one day you'll be kind of predominantly this, maybe another day different. But it is the fact that we all got different things to do. So now let me push this. So what are the different things we got to do here? What do you think he's describing in all of these? I really appreciate the thought, though, that it is about serving the entire body. It's not about anything bringing mm-hmm. you honor or glory. So let's start with prophecy. How do you interpret prophecy there, Matt? Well, I think, you know, ultimately a prophet speaks, speaks the word of the Lord. Okay, yeah. And to be able to, to speak God's word. Now, it's not originating in us, but no. to speak you know, what, what God has revealed to us. Well, you'll notice it is in proportion to faith. Or mm-hmm. and I think analogia is the word in, in the Greek. So it's got to go along with faith. So, yeah, if it's your own opinion that you're saying, or, or if you get up and say, oh, I, I'm going to predict that the, the world will come to end in 30 days. No, that's not what we're no. talking about. But it is the elaboration of faith. Okay, so so not prophecy necessarily the fact that you can predict the future. Yes. Uh, that's relatively a rare thing. It can't happen. But here, in the sense of, oh, my God, we're fulfilling this right now. We're taking the Word of God and trying to explain it to people. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're doing one of the things that Paul lists here. Okay, cool. So what's the next thing we're supposed to do? Okay, uh, serving. And what's that? What? <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to serve others. And I, I think to, to put others um, others' needs before ourselves at times, which yeah. is not yeah. easy to do, nope, right? Nope. So whether that serving is in the form of a, a spouse serving the other spouse or in, a, a husband or a father serving his child, you know, th- those types of service that aren't always easy, aren't always glamorous, but, yeah, called to serve. Well, and I think that's what's cool. So the number two thing, first of all, you got to start with uh, prophecy in proportion to the faith. you got to start with faith because if you don't know that, you don't know you're part of the body of Christ, This, you know, without this, you wouldn't understand anything we're talking to so yeah it does begin with explaining mm-hmm. the word of god but then the very second thing we got to have people that serve one another uh and what i really liked about that is so this would cover the gal that uh, uh handed me my uh bacon egg and cheese biscuit this morning through the little window what she was serving me right yeah. at mcdonald's but it would also include the nurse i'm going to see in a, another month who's going to take my temperature and the doctor who will sit there and examine me see that's what's cool uh, uh in the world of course doctors and nurses oh they're so much more profound than the gal who serves you breakfast but in the eyes of god nope no they're both doing this very important gift, which is service. And in God's eyes, they're both very, very important and crucial. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts about service? No, that's great. Just to serve where God has placed you. That's, that's a beautiful thing. And know that, well, we actually get to that later in the text. So what's the next gift list in there? The one who teaches in his teaching. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I, does that require any explanation? My, my wife was a teacher. She was a principal. Uh, they're not necessarily serving, but they are teaching people how to serve, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, teachers within the church, pastors included, but I think even even in the home. Uh, oh, hopefully yeah. there's teaching going on with moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas teaching the faith, passing that on to their children. See, and that's, uh, I love that insight too. So we hear teacher and right away we're thinking about the people that stand before the blackboard, although they don't have blackboards anymore. I understand that. <laughs> they have the smart boards. <laughs> they have the smart boards, but you're right. It, it, this is going on within the household as well. And then the I love the next one. The next one is the one who exhorts. Now, I did not know this until I prepared this. Do you know what word stands behind the word exhort what, there? What Greek word is it, John? 
It's the word for the Holy Spirit. It's parakaleo, and he's a paraclete, and it's the one who comes beside you and he comforts you, right? In fact, that word is often translated in the Bible. Paraclete is translated the comforter. And I thought, that's a cool position to be. You're not necessarily teaching. You don't necessarily mean explaining the word, but you're right there with somebody, uh, giving them care and hope and comfort and encouragement and all of that. And it's important enough for Paul to list. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great, and it's right there, uh, what is that, number three? Are we up to number three or number four? Number four. Number four. Number five. Number five. (laughs) Uh, The one who contributes in generosity. And again, I don't know, do we need an explanation for that? I I mean, thanks be to God for people who contribute generously. Uh, Again, that the work of the church needs to be funded. Yeah. And uh, to make that proclamation of the gospel possible on a full-time basis and in many different places and... uh, an important gift too, no doubt about it. And it's interesting that the word that the English translates generosity actually probably more means simplicity. So they do it, but they don't make a big show about it. It's not a big deal. It's just like you said, this needs some funding. I got some extra resources here. I'll help you with that. And then we have the one who leads with zeal. Uh, uh, and of course, we got to have leaders. We have to have uh, chairman, foreman, managers, presidents. Uh, but what I thought was neat is where does this come in the list of things? Oh, that's one of the last ones. Yeah, yeah. And I think we could learn. Because, you know, if you don't have people that are serving, you don't really need leaders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So all of you leaders out there that are listening to Wrestling with the Basics, I won't name you by name. I think you would be real helpful if you realized you weren't the most important thing. You are important. we got to have leaders that are in the list. Yep. Uh, but uh, maybe when we realize that it's the people that are serving that are really the important things, and the leaders, in a sense, are serving the servants. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I always think of Jesus, that he came oh. not to, to be served, but to serve, and to give his life even. There you go, quoting the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. That's exactly the point. Thank you, Matt. And then we have one last thing here. Yeah. Um, the one who does acts of mercy and, with cheerfulness. And, and I'm going to tell you... I, I wrestle with that. I'm not. I, I know it is the word for mercy. It actually doesn't say acts of mercy. It says the one who is merciful. Okay. Uh, so what's going on with that? What do you think, Matt? Do you have any insights about that? Well, I mean, I think of right away the the least among us. Okay. Uh, the, the least and the last and the lowly to have mercy upon them. Yeah. Um, to have compassion, I guess, might be another word uh, upon people, upon those who are maybe just uh, the outcast and disenfranchised. Uh, to have mercy, to be compassionate toward them. Man, I see, I think you've hit it right on the head there, Matt, because, you know, we begin our worship service and we call upon uh, God's mercy and God's grace. And, and, and yeah, so I think, I think you're right. Mercy is what you extend to people who are very needy, and mercy is the thing you extend to people who probably really don't deserve it. Uh, and it is interesting. What's the qualifier there? With uh, cheerfulness. Uh, and and I, I think it probably goes back to what you were saying earlier. None of this that we're talking about is going to be easy. Uh, there are going to be situations where it's very difficult. And so the exhortation to cheerfulness in the midst of that and, and the realization that there are some people that are really, really hard to work with. I mean, do you have, I won't ask you to name names. <laughs> But are there people that you encounter in your ministry that are just really hard to work with? Of course with? not. <laughs> well, yes, of course, because yeah. you're happy, Matt. Yeah, and, and, maybe, everyone... and maybe I'm not so easy to work with sometimes, too. But... <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lisa, you, you want to call in? <laughs> the phone lines are open. Um, 
So there you go. But but so we need that. We need somebody that's going to be there to show mercy to these people when everyone else says that uh, no, let them pull themselves up by their own bootstraps or whatever. Yeah, other and do it. And that's not do. easy work. I mean, that's kind of roll up your sleeves, get down the the muck and the mire work to show mercy sometimes and to be compassionate. But yet to do that with with cheerfulness. Yeah, I'd I like that phrase, the muck in the mire. That's yeah. what it really is, yeah. So, all right, well, do you mind if we continue this next week? Can we sure. continue on this? Because what we have next then in Romans 12 is this list of things, and I do remember when we're supposed to stop the show now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a little problem last week, but that's okay. Well, we hadn't recorded for a couple of weeks. I forgot. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk about some things now that apply to everybody, whether you're a hand or foot or nose or mouth. Or whatever. All right, sounds good. So, blessings to all of you. I, we, we invite you to think about the things we talked about and see which one you're doing and which one you'll be doing tomorrow because we're all part of the body of Christ. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.